Bam. <clears throat> like I said, I was just bamming to make you aware. Okay. Bam, bam. I was like trying to read the notes backwards through the paper for some reason. I was like, what? Okay. Three, two, one. Welcome back to Freaky Geeky. This is Taylor. And this is Ash. And we're here with another true crime story. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, I'm sorry. Should I have been... Dun, dun. Is that better? Oh, my God. Dun, dun. This uh, one kind of is a dun, dun. <laughs> this is going to be a relatively shorter case, but it's one I really want to talk about. It's it's one that it's close to home for me and Ash, actually, um, as this is a case from our hometown. Um... And I think it needs more attention because it is a cold case now. And um, if anyone's listening and can give any insight, it would be truly appreciated as I feel like this poor girl's murder just needs to be solved. Like, And what's crazy about this, too, is we were talking about it, you know, beforehand because I can see your notes. But uh, I've also, I mean, I slightly researched this when I found out about it. And it's wild because, I mean, like, I, I talked to my dad about it when I found out about it, and he doesn't even remember it at all. And my mom said she only briefly remembers it, and she grew up in Myersville. So, yeah. it's just... And not many people have heard about it, I guess because it was so long ago. Well, it was, it was so long ago, and, you know, it was a very big deal back then, but it's also, like... I don't think it was publicized the way it should have been. Well, plus, this is another one of those cases where it's like, these th- this doesn't happen where we live, you know? Yeah, this is an incredibly small town area. This is, like... And you hear that a lot in, you know, small town cases. But then this one just didn't get the attention I feel like it deserved. Especially to get justice for this poor girl. I guess so. we should tell the people what we're doing, huh? Yes. So... Um, this is the case of Lorraine Zimmerman, but she goes by Lori, so that's what she's going to be referred to throughout the rest of the podcast. Um, there's not much known about really anything other than the case itself. So, Lori Zimmerman was a 15-year-old high school student living in Hagerstown, Maryland, um, she vanished on April 6, 1984, after she left her aunt's house. Um, eight days later, on April 14th, her partially naked body was discovered in the woods off of Reno Monument Road in Boonesboro, Maryland, which was 12 miles from where she was last seen. Um, Trigger warning, she had been beaten, suffocated, and a foreign object was lodged in her throat. Oof. Um, and there were some signs of sexual assault. Um, her body was covered with cardboard, which had been weighed down with rocks. What a weird, uh, way to go about that. Yeah. Um, but the police believe she was killed elsewhere and just dumped there. Um, which is very sad. Um, police did not have a lot of evidence to go on, unfortunately. Um, so this is one of the most notable parts of this case. And I think that's why, um, it was on, it was on unsolved mysteries, um, back in the time, uh, back in the day. Um, 
but they called in a psychic named Dorothy Allison. Oh, that's right. Um, just to see what her impression on the case without any clues about the murder, not even her name. Like, they wouldn't give her any information. They wanted to see what she said. Um, so, Dorothy wrote down several clues about the case and then talked about them with a Maryland State police detective named Keith Watton. Wow. Waddenshot. <laughs> Waddenshot? Yeah, like, or Waddenshot. Uh, it's very German. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, Dorothy said a janitor at Lori's school should be a suspect in the case. Um, Dorothy stated that the suspect had suicidal tendencies. And the numbers 71 or 17 were related, and the suspect wore glasses and sometimes a wig and beard. A wig? Yeah, that was weird. That was the weird part of it. Um, and could possibly even be a police officer in disguise. Ew. Yeah. Um, that would explain a lot. So, <clears throat> Dorothy went to Hagerstown, and immediately after she met with, um, the Maryland State Police Detective Keith, um, she gave him the name of a man, Chuck Bernstein or Goldstein. Like, dropped that name, like, instantly. Um, so Dorothy believed that on the day that Lori was killed, she met with two friends at a library. Um, she believed that the friends were brothers, possibly twins. Um, and although she had a name of a possible suspect due to the ongoing investigations, unsolved mysteries had to bleep the name out. Mm. Um, so the case was still active when they filmed the episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Um, oh, so did they film it in the 80s? Yeah, so that was back, way back oh, when, okay. like the old. I didn't even realize the show was that old. Oh, yeah, incredibly. Hmm. I used to watch that stuff, like, stay home from school stuff. Like, you know, I used oh, yeah, to watch that's it. Fair. Um, so, after Dorothy left the airport to go back home, um, trigger warning, she saw an image of Lori being raped. Oh, God. Um, she also stated that she saw Lori get hit in the head and was then suffocated to death. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine what that must be like to to cuz I have a friend that's a medium that also works on criminal cases, especially ones that don't get solved. Um and she actually I stay in constant contact with her. I do workshops with her and stuff. Um and she I mentioned this case to her. Um and it says she said it's something they've looked into before. Um and then they're also working on other cases, too. And That's it, cool. I just can't imagine seeing the images of stuff like that. Like, like especially if you're, like, clairvoyant and stuff, you know? Well, I can tell you from personal experience, a gunshot wound to the head and a psychic vision is not fun, so... No, absolutely the fuck not. No. <laughs> um, Luckily, it was just black for me, though. Oh, God. No. Um, so... The description was identical to what had actually happened to Lori. Ew. So. Ew, ew. Oh, she knew this, like, before 
she, she knew anything else. Like, they wouldn't tell her anything about the case because they were... Yeah. They were skeptical. Obviously. We also live in an area where they're not gonna... They're not very open-minded. Um, Dorothy also knew about Lori choking on an object that was shoved in her throat. Ew, ew, ew. Uh, the detail was not made public by the police. Oh. And so, um... As they drove down a street, Dorothy claimed that Lori had walked down the street and was picked up next to the library by an old yellow car driven by the killer. Ted Bundy? I was like, I thought the same thing when I read that. I was like, oh my god. (laughs) Well, I think he was dead by then anyway. Yeah, I think so. Or at least incarcerated. Right. Um, So by the end of her time in Hagerstown working on the case... um, Dorothy came up with many clues in the case. However, some did not seem to be related. Um, and others seemed to be misdirected. Hmm. Like, they have examples here. So, like, for example, the clue about a police officer in disguise with a wig and beard was actually about Keith. Like, the guy that the Maryland State Police detective that she interviewed with oh that's weird so she picked up the fact that like he was undercover or what i guess so that's weird um the janitor you're just like it wasn't me man i swear right i was like oh my god like can you imagine but she's also if she's a real psychic and i don't know much about dorothy allison to be honest but um you can pick up on just other things yeah so it's a radio station not a yeah (laughs) Um, the, the clue about the janitor probably didn't pertain to the suspect, but instead was Lori's stepfather's job. Oh, that's weird. So it was his, he was a janitor at the school, her stepfather. Huh. Um, also, according to Dorothy, the Chuck Bernstein slash Goldstein, um, is not a suspect, although he may have information on the case. Interesting. I don't know. But... A lot of the clues were related to the crime. <clears throat> For example, the numbers 1 and 7 were related because Lori was buried in plot 17. Ew! Yeah. Oh my god, ew. Um, also, Dorothy mentioned the name Cleveland, which is one street away from the crime scene. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dorothy also mentioned an old church, which was half a mile from where Lori's body was discovered. Ew, you- ew, 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 ew. I know exactly where we are now. Ew. Yeah, that, that <laughs> church. <laughs> oh, okay. <clears throat> oh, um, I passed that every day for a long time. Uh-huh. Yeah. When Dorothy was at the crime scene, she experienced the strongest sensation that she had felt during the entire investigation. Um... Dorothy also felt the suspect's name that was bleeped out in the episode at the crime scene. Um, she felt that Lori did not want to do what the killer wanted to do, so she screamed. Ugh. Um, the killer panicked and hit her on the head with, uh, and with the object that killed her. Um, she also felt that her named suspect was the one who killed Lori. However, detectives ran the name through police computers, found no suspect with that name. So that just didn't add up. Um, well, that also could mean that he's not done anything to tip off the police. True. Clearly he hasn't been caught this time, so. Um, but overall, Dorothy came up with 50 different clues regarding the case. Despite her help, Lori's murder remains unsolved. And that's what's so fucking unfortunate about this case is that 
sadly, um, I'm in a group on Facebook called Justice for Lori Zimmerman, if anybody wants to look it up. Um, and uh, her mom died before they saw That's the always the saddest thing. And it broke me. It broke me because it's just, it's not fair. Like, it's, it just seems cruel to me. Well, that's like um, <clears throat> the Golden State Killer and, um, oh, what was her name? Patton Oswald's wife. Yeah, I know what you're talking Was about. Was it Anne something? No. Yeah, no. I'm thinking of Anne Rule. Oh my <clears> god, <throat> what's her name? Well, that's gonna piss me off later. Well, that's a bunch of dead air, because I can't think. Yeah, anyway. What was her name? The one that was really famous for it. She wrote I'll Be Gone in the Dark. I'm looking it up. Well, why you look that <laughs> much? Um, I'll talk about, like, any, like, the suspect. Michelle McNamara. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. That was, like, Michelle McNamara dying before they caught the Golden State Killer, so she couldn't even see her own work, you know? Like, right. uh, come oh, that- to fruition, because she did most of the legwork on that case. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, no. Oh, God, things like that piss me off. I know, right? Um, but investigators do believe that Lori's killer lived in Hagerstown and was known to her. Well, yeah. No suspects have ever been identified. None. Absolutely. Well, because if you think about it, if she was abducted walking down the street, she probably got in the car of someone she knows. Otherwise, there would have been some kind of noise complaint or absolutely something, you know, scream something if she was actually like kidnapped. And furthermore, they probably knew the area. I guarantee you they were probably from Boonesboro and moved to Hagerstown. Because those back roads, you know, you gotta know them or you can get lost very easily. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm telling you, like, back then we had no GPS. We had nothing like that. So it's like she had to have known this person. Like, absolutely. And they had to have known where the hell they were going. Yeah, and they had to know where she was. Yeah. So, like, what the fuck? (laughs) Um, But these are just some extra notes um, that I found. Um, the case first aired as part of a segment involving the psychic Dorothy Allison on the May 6, 1988 episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Um, the case is still unsolved. In 1999, police did reopen Lori's case. It is not known if any leads surfaced as a result, but I don't think they have. Nothing. Hmm. I keep kind of up to date on the Lori's and Roman Facebook page. Um... They're hoping for new forensic techniques and DNA testing will help solve the case because... Oh, that'd be nice. You know, it was the 80s. So, um... If they had any DNA off the body... Yeah, if if it survived this long in evidence. Well, Golden State Killer's DNA survived that long. That's true. That's true. So, but investigators looked into the possibility that a man named Jeffrey Edmund Miles Sr. It's always three names. Yeah. Was responsible for Lori's murder um, because he was convicted of killing a 17-year-old girl named Angie Angie Lynn Daly, who was murdered in 1995 in Pennsylvania. Oh, shit. But in both cases, the victim was killed elsewhere and their body was moved to a different location. But no charges were ever filed against him for Lori's case. So I mean, nothing went there. In all it. fairness, that's not the biggest connection in the world. It's not. They were Because that's really common. It is. And honestly, I feel like they were stretching because they wanted to solve it. Yeah, unfortunately. <clears throat> they probably had tons of pressure to solve. And they just... Oh, yeah. They couldn't. And 
Um, but Lori attended South Hagerstown High School, which is still a high school in our area. Um, so we're just going to triangulate ourselves, you know, that's fine. But according to her aunt, who she went to visit, her mom saw her off to school on April 6, 1984. Mm-hmm. And then once the school day was over, Lori's whereabouts were a blur. But the psychic believes she was with her friends at the library and that's where she was picked up. <clears throat> so it's God. And that's so creepy too, because like, th- I'm just thinking of all the days that I walked to the library after school, you know? Yeah. And we didn't think about it back then, but like my mom was almost abducted when she was a kid. I don't know if I ever told you that. I story. didn't know that. No. Um, breaking news yeah my mom was almost abducted her and her th- two friends when um they were kids in the 70s you're shitting me no um i think my mom has residual ptsd from it and she says so herself she thinks she does too but she's not gonna ever like yeah <clears throat> go get it looked into but explains a lot about like my childhood and she pretty much like bred anxiety and fear of other people into me but um that was a common thing Back mm-hmm. in the 70s, like, abduction was so common. Oh, yeah. And it it was... Thankfully, I think technology has helped stamp it out. Like, because you know how many people get their asses saved because they whip out a cell phone. They whip out a cell phone. They have their location shared. They have apps now, like, Noonlight. I, like, not sponsored. But... Yeah. Or you can. <laughs> Noonlight um, is an app where you can hold a button... Um, I have it on my oh, phone. Yes, I've heard you of hold this. the button down if you feel unsafe, and if you let it go, you have like a certain amount of seconds to yeah. respond. And if not, they ping you and send police to your location like immediately, which I think is an amazing technology. Oh, yeah, such a good advancement, <clears throat> especially with like Uber and Lyft mm-hmm. and stuff like that now. <clears throat> like my friend lives in my best friend lives in Baltimore, and. Um, I tell her all the time, like, use it. If you ever feel unsafe, just please use that app. Like, Baltimore, come on now. Yeah. But, um, so, it's very confusing about the whereabouts of Lori, like, after she left, like, her, the school. After she left school, everything was a blur because there's one thing saying... She was with her aunt and grandmother and then and then went with her friends. And people say that she just went with her friends to the library and that's how it all went down. <clears throat> but her aunt and her grandmother says she was there asking if they needed any help moving. No. And. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, she had finished helping them and she left and she said she was supposedly heading back home to Concord Street, which is where she lived. But she never made it there. Oh, God. Doesn't that just break you? Like, her mom immediately filed a missing persons report. Like, she didn't skip a beat. Good. Like, she knew it was unnatural, unrealistic behavior for her daughter, which is so important. Very. Um, a couple years ago, there was actually another case in this area where a stepfather shot and killed his stepdaughter. Um, I don't know if you remember that case. It was years ago. But he tried to hide the body. And Uh, honestly, I thought it was going to be another one of these cases. I really did. Like, I thought it was going to be another Lori Zimmerman case. And I, like, freaked out for, like, days. And then he finally, like, 
they finally caught him and Ugh. realized like they forensics dna evidence yeah. like it is so helpful like <clears throat> i think about going back to school all the time to get my master's in forensic psychology just because like forensics is so fucking important now oh my god yes um and it solves so many cases that's why like not to sound like the end of a, a forensic files episode <laughs> but forensics are key to solving most cases Oh my god, so you true. You have to have solid evidence without a reasonable doubt. Well, and especially anymore, because, like, you, without forensic evidence, because we're so reliant on it, you can't put anybody away without, especially without a body. Yeah, and now they have things like CODIS and, you know, stuff like that to help identify repeat offenders. Mm-hmm. But it's like, they didn't have any of that back in the 80s. Nope. And that's what's so unfortunate, like, um... Because I don't think CODIS was established until the late 90s, right? Yeah. Ninety six, I want to say. Yeah, don't quote me on that. But when the passerby's found Lori's body, um, they said that she was left in a fetal position, and her bra and her shirt were above her shoulders, and she had like a Letterman jacket with her name on it. Well, um, that was like shoved up. Um, well, at least it was easy identification. But her arm was... Her arms were the kind of, like, the only thing that was in the jacket. Ugh. <clears throat> Everything else was, like, shoved up and inside out, which is why they indicated, like, a sexual assault. Right. <clears throat> yeah, you don't just do that for fun. Although, to be fair, some some do do that. Because, like, um... <clears throat> I think it was uh, the preppy murders, actually, I was just talking about. Um, back in the 90s, uh... It was staged to look like a rape, but it wasn't actually. Yeah. So every once in a rare occasion, you'll find that, but... And they know that, like, the blunt force trauma to the head killed her. Like, he, she probably, like they said, disagreed with what he wanted to do, or they, I'm not gonna, like, he, yeah. or whatever this person wanted to do, and they hit her, and it, it killed her. And then they had to cover it up they had to cover it up they with had... cardboard that's what gets me cardboard cardboard and it's which like, also makes you wonder too can because... you imagine being those people walking in the freaking woods oh, in boonsboro oh. and finding that god literally my nightmare i i think about that, that. could have been me no, no literally i think about that more than i should like i don't know what i'd do if i'd like find a dead body oh i know every trash bag on the side of the road i'm like uh yeah it's like one of those engraved like huh true crime people things right <laughs> Um, Make that the hashtag. Just true crime things. Just true crime things. So, sophisticated DNA collection didn't exist back then. It was the 80s. Um, But they say that as of, like, recently, that there is evidence. There's DNA. um, Oh, good. But... They're still testing and they're still looking into it. Um, they apparently said that some suspects that they're like looking into had just recently went to the Western Correctional Institute. Oh, um, that's a good sign. And they interviewed a guy for about like three hours because he was closely associated with Hagerstown and Boonesboro. Just to make sure there was no connection. It doesn't... Just because he's from here doesn't mean anything. But they want to make sure because they do want to solve it. 
And, um, but this guy, the thing that kind of, like, set him apart from everyone else was he was arrested for abducting two young girls at a bar. Oh. So, they're looking into things, but as of right now, it is still unsolved. Um, and honestly, I just want to bring more attention to the case because I feel like this little, this, this girl needs justice because somebody is walking out there free of what they did. And honestly, if it was an older person, they may be dead by now. I don't know, but fuck them if they died and let that go to the grave with them. Right. Like literally like, you you know, you never know. We couldn't get a deathbed confession one of these days. And honestly, it just, that would be, I would be okay with that. Right. Just so she could get some justice. So her family could get justice. Like, so her mom is like her spirit would just be so relieved. But you know, if I know anything, I'm sure Lori and her mom are together again. That's all that matters. And it's just, but if for any crazy reason, anybody has information on this case, um, I urge you to contact the Hagerstown police department in Maryland. Um, it, like I said, this is a home hitter for us. Like mm-hmm. it, it's, it's just something that needs to be talked about. And before we end, I do kind of want to speculate because I've been yeah, thinking that cardboard it. thing is living in my head. No, I like, I get it. It's weird. But do you know what I think? And, and in all honesty, and that's probably why they said it was probably somebody she knows as well. I think that it's a very good possibility that it was probably someone she knew that she got in the car with. And I don't think they intended to kill her. I can almost guarantee you the blunt force trauma was caused by a rock. Yeah. And the cardboard, it was probably already there. Because that's what I'm guessing. Because you don't cover somebody up with cardboard if you're going to take them... If if you're going to take somebody out into the middle of the woods, you're going to bury them. Exactly. You're not going to cover them over with a piece of cardboard if it's premeditated. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's honestly, I believe, I do, I do not this believe. This kind of has crime of passion written on it. Yeah, I do not believe that this was a premeditated murder. I believe that this person intended on sexually, like, mm-hmm. wanting to have sex with Lori. Um, she said no. They did not take it well. And, That's exactly what I think. And... Honestly, like, just, like, they believe she was killed somewhere else and moved there. Because she was from Hagerstown, and she was found all the way in Boonesboro. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. I was thinking, like, she was killed where she was found, but I guess not. And I mean, honestly, like, though, but they took her to a wooded area. Because Reno Monument, you, we, yeah. we've driven past there. Like, we've been through there. It's kind of secluded. Yeah, it's definitely. It's in the woods. It's in the boonies. <laughs> and... It just weirds me out that... Especially back then, it was in the boonies. Mm Mm-hmm. So, it's like, if you're going to take them to the woods, you're right. They would want to bury them, so... Well, that's what's striking me. It's odd. What's with the lazy... You're driving all the way out into the middle of nowhere to dispose of a body. Why are you... Unless they're just not that bright, but... It, it just really is weird to me. It is. It's very odd. I'm very I thought, hung up on that. I think it's a very odd part of this case. Um, 
And that and that sounds like a panicked person as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think well once I think once he they hit I feel like it's a he. It's I really gotta do. be a man. Um I feel like once he hit her and he realized what he'd done, mm-hmm. it was straight panic from there. It was yeah. straight like autopilot. Yeah, where can I go? What can I do with this? And I think he was just in a hurry to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Yeah, because you're not going to dick around and build a hole, but, and and that per- person in that mindset isn't going to wait till the dead of night to go out and dig a shallow grave, you know? Yeah. Like, that's... That the, was a dump. Yeah. If there ever was one. Oh my god, and it's just, it's sickening. Like, this, it's just ugh, senseless and disgusting, and I really hope that the DNA evidence will get looked into again and they can find something that'll help connect to somebody out there and just find out what happened to her. Even if the person is deceased, that they can find out who they are and just know a little more about what happened, it would bring justice to this case. Um, So I highly suggest, if this is a case that interests you, um, I know unsolved cases really, like, get to me, like, get my goat. I'm always... I know, me too. Like... Bothers the hell out of me. Because we all want to be sleuths, but, you know, it's kind of like, you know, we're... I highly suggest, if you're interested, please go follow the Justice for Lori Zimmerman Facebook page. Um, and... Be involved. See what you can do. Um, it's a great community. But... I'm going to hit you with a fun fact for the day. Yeah, let's cheer us up instead of being bummed. Um, so, the letter J was the last letter added to the English alphabet, not Z. That's weird. I thought the same thing. I was like, what? Did we not <laughs> have a use for J? I don't... Like... I thought that was the weirdest thing. And and you know what the funny thing is? When I saw that, the first thing I thought was, is that why it's so many points in Scrabble? What the fuck? It was like, is that why? <laughs> but That's a weird first thought. I know. I'm weird. But I, know. I loved playing. I, love I played Scrabble with my grandma a lot when I was a kid. She didn't have the internet. <laughs> we played Scrabble. <laughs> um, I mean, fair. We played but, checkers, so. Yeah, we played Scrabble. But... Yeah, I was like, huh, then why isn't it at the end of the alphabet? Well, it's like, uh, did you see on TikTok now they're talking about they're changing the tune to the alphabet song so kids stop saying Elemento? Oh, yeah, yeah, I did see that. I did <laughs> see that. I uh, forget what it is, but it, they changed it and it makes my brain hurt. I'm not, no, I'm not down. I'm singing my ABCs the way I always learned to and... That's just how it's going. You if can't I want to change a classic, man. If you want to sing, if I want to say Elemento, I'm going to fucking say Elemento. <laughs> Elemental like, till death. Elemental till death. That's um, the episode name. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. But, um, yeah, I thought that was a pretty interesting fun fact. Not something I, uh, would have ever thought no, of. Ever. I never would have thought about that. No, but. So that's another episode of the Freaky Geeky Podcast. Thank you for listening. I hope it was enjoyable for you. 
you know, in a morbid way. Uh, yes. As always, um, you can, you know, feel free to shoot us a Gmail, podcast at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at podcast where we're posting photos of the cases we're covering. And follow us on Facebook, Freaky Geeky Podcast. We'll hit the like button. And if you're feeling so kind, you can always stop by iTunes and give us a review and a rating. Yep, and we greatly appreciate it. Um, it's going to help us out a lot. And we're just trying to, you know, have fun with this. So thank you guys. Have Thanks for listening. And stay freaky. Stay freaky, y'all.